Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. Our Reverend Father Canon John and Dale, they are canonies of Mitiana Diocese. And now when we come here, like we came with Bishop George, we stayed in their home. They have a nice house and a number of bishops have been hosted there. Which means now, as an archbishop, I can say, we have the squatter's rights to take his house. <laughs> because he has hosted us very well, so thank you very much. I want to appreciate you very much for the hospitality that you have accorded us. And our brother, Father Jonathan, received us yesterday from the airport. We are tired, but his sense of humor made us very happy, and he sold us the oil wells, and we said, this is a good man. Uh, he's a good man, but we found all your staff, they are really good people. Our Father Henry is not here, but uh, we have been communicating. I want to bring greetings from my wife, Margaret. We have been married for almost 40 years, only one wife. Uh, we are blessed with the four boys. Reverend Moses, ordained. I second on Peter, computer specialist. Enoch, a pilot and a instructor of pilots, teaching people to fly planes. And Joseph, a medical doctor. Now we have four daughters in law and six grandchildren so far. They are still going. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Bishop George comes from Chigezi. He was ordained by Bishop Festo Chivengere, who was a great preacher and uh, also a great man. He's an engineer, water engineer. I came with him. And he has a family, two boys, two girls, and uh, Mama Chris. We are all married to women. My wife is a woman. <laughs> and his wife is a woman. I discovered in America you have to make it clear for some people to know that you are married to a woman. <laughs> Pray the Lord. Uh, I bring greetings from Bishop uh, Dunstan Bokenya and Mama Phoebe, Canon Phoebe. They sent greetings. But also uh, the Church of Uganda. Praise the Lord. Uh, Today, and this season, we are remembering the resurrection of Jesus Christ. His ascension, like on Thursday. And also, this is the season we remember the coming of the Holy Spirit. So this is a great season to trust God. And when we talk about the Holy Spirit coming on Pentecost, we are talking about many languages, many nations coming together. And so, if you cannot follow uh, my accent very well, 
then you should check your relationship with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> because the Holy Spirit is in charge of languages. And God, from Genesis chapter 11, there was one language, and the people were becoming rebellious. And he said, it can't happen. People were leading a military coup to overthrow God in Genesis chapter 11, and God despised them. Now on Pentecost, all people are brought together, and they spoke different languages. They, they were all uh, people of, uh, from Galilee. They were speaking only one language. They were like a typical American. A typical American speaks only English. Uh, these days, they are being forced to learn Spanish. Some people don't like it, but it's good. In Uganda, we have around 52 languages. I can speak around four of them, uh, but I know Americans, the typical American speaks on one language. So these Galerians, they are speaking on one language, and it surprised everybody in Acts chapter 2, when they went there on the day of Pentecost, they spoke languages, and all the people who were there were able to follow. Let me tell you this. Pentecost day was a day for speaking a clear language like I'm speaking now, English, or now, if I came here and I, I started speaking Spanish or Nigerian language, uh, that is the experience of Pentecost. They spoke languages. Because I know people are, be, are confused. They say, if you don't speak in tongues, you don't have the Holy Spirit. You cannot narrow down God just in it, tongues. The language called love is bigger than speaking tongues. And so, the languages spoken on Pentecost were languages for the people to understand each other. So the gospel is about people to understand each other, not to confuse each other. And I'm so grateful today that uh, we are here. This is a message like uh, uh, God, God is calling the church to do a ministry to God to minister to the world and minister to each other. That's the reason. On Pentecost, that's the reason. You know, Christmas is the day when God became man, God incarnate, in order to come down to the people. And on the day of Good Friday, Jesus died and totally removed the Passover festival. On the day of Easter, all sacrifices were totally stopped. It is called Paschal Lamb, which means Jesus is our Lamb, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And because of him, all our sins are forgiven. And he made things new. Christmas, incarnate, 
incarnation, Good Friday, the Passover is gone. Jesus became our Passover. On Easter, all the sacrifices stopped and life was rebirth. On the day of ascension, we have the assurance of his coming back. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came. This was a day of festival of harvest, fruits. This is the day in Leviticus chapter 23. It's a day known for people coming for fruits to enjoy the blueberries, to enjoy uh, all the fruits you have here. And uh, the, the best pineapple in the whole world is found in Uganda. So people came for this, and this is when God powered the Holy Spirit on them. And listen to this. That day, Peter preached a sermon. Only one sermon resulted in two, 3,000 people coming to the Lord. One sermon. Because people were praying. Today, we have many preachers preaching, but the people are not praying for them. People in the congregation are just looking at them and say, when is he going to finish? <laughs> Especially when some of us come and they say, uh, make it short, because Americans do not have strong sitting materials to sit for so long like Africans. Uh, now, so people are not praying for you. They are just saying, how long has he gone? Yeah. So they intimidate you with their watch. And they end up after the service going for a cup of coffee and it can sit for so. Or they, they have to watch the fake football, <laughs> which is called the American football. It is fake. It's the only football when people are using hands. <laughs> uh, the real, real football is soccer, where you use, you use the foot. That's the real football. I should teach you. American football is fake. The real, real football is soccer. Hallelujah. So pe people really want to enjoy that instead of God's word. And now listen to this. Today, 3,000 sermons are preached. Only one person come to the Lord. One sermon was preached by Peter, 3,000 people. So I want to encourage you always to pray for preachers because it's very, very important. But also, on this day of Pentecost, something happened. They started speaking in languages. These men were not high in the land, but God used them. What are we learning? God calls the unqualified and qualifies them. God calls men and women without potential and give them the potential. God calls each and every one of you for his own purpose. Even what you are doing, maybe you are working in, in oil and gas, he wants to use you. You don't need to be a tall man like me 
a handsome man like me to be used by God. God loves you the way you are. That's why he uses the, these people here present, even that uh, wonderful lady, she's only 39 years, that one. <laughs> Put up your hand, people should, uh, she's 39 years. <laughs> and the husband is almost 92. <laughs> you, have, you have gone with a very younger lady. <laughs> but each one of you is important before the Lord. Pray the Lord. So God calls us the way we are and uses us. And now, with what is happening here, this is the message. God made the church to begin on the day of Pentecost. The church started. Why? Three important things. Why the church is existing. And this is covered very well by a scholar by the names of Wayne Grudem, who wrote a book of systematic theology. He says, the church is existing for the ministry to God. Ministry to God meaning we must worship him. The reason why we are created and live is not to eat as if we have never eaten. It is to worship him. When God is worshipped, that's when he blesses the people. When his word is read and it's obeyed, God blesses his people. God, and this is a, theolog a theological statement for theologians for argument, because theologians, they want to argue a lot. Uh, God can do everything except one thing. He cannot worship himself. He created us to worship him. Hallelujah. That's why I love this church. When we started worshiping, people are worshiping. I know some churches, they may not even want to put the hand down up. They think they are going to, to threaten the Holy Spirit. But you know, God wants us to worship him the way we can worship him. Whether we are kneeling, whether we are... Once you worship him, you are blessed. Amen. Secondly, the church is here to minister to the world. Uh, this is the Great Commission of Matthew chapter 28. Ministry to the world means going out. Means being his witnesses. As we see in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, we are called to be his witnesses. Let me tell you, America has become a mission field. England has become a mission field. For us, the Church of Uganda, we have made a stand. We can't be under Canterbury. The good thing, the way to heaven is in Jesus, not in Canterbury. So we need to stand firm. Like this, these men, the Uganda matters. 45 men were killed. They were put in fire. But we are singing and singing and accepted to die because of the gospel. Th June 3 is the day. We expect over 1 million people to come and worship. This is the day we remember the matters. And Archbishop Beach will be preaching. You pray for him. Over 1 million people will be, will be coming up. 
Because Uganda has been with COVID, two years we have been totally locked down and schools. But now it's open, people are going to come. So ministry to the world is to preach, is to make Jesus Christ known, beginning with Jerusalem, your neighbor, your person nearby. The third thing is, a church is called to minister to each other. Discipleship, fellowship, ministry of mercy, giving, supporting the church. Like now in Uganda, we have discovered that uh, 40 million people, 70% of our people are 30 years and below. And many are not, are not, are not employed. And now street children, orphans, and we want to partner with you to support us with supporting only one child by sending $39 a month and help a child who would go astray. So this is one way, ministry of mercy, ministry of joy, ministry of marriages to support our families. If we don't do so, the liberals will do it, even others, so we need to come together. May the Lord help us, this world need Jesus. This world need Jesus. St. Augustine said, my heart is restless until I find rest in thee. It's only in Jesus that we can find rest. And you and I can work together to ensure the church, which was born on Pentecost, can minister to God in worship, can minister to the world by preaching the gospel and going out, and beginning with your family, by minister, minister to one another in fellowships and in prayers and in marriages and in everything. May God bless you and keep you and sustain you. May the Lord continue to give you peace as you do God's work. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.